we gonna start this thing off, right? Hey, listen, when I say truth, you say moment. Truth. Hmm. Ooh, y'all better say that there. I felt that now. Come on. Hey, listen, we are gathered here today in love, peace, truth, and growth. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are now. <laughs> but what's happening? What's going on, beautiful people? How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Uh, y'all straight? Everything? Everything? All right, cool. Right on. That's what I like to hear. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for pressing play and welcome to the Truth Moment Podcast. Yeah. An audio conversation experience delivering the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but that good old truth. I am your host, Mika Joy, a.k.a. The Vessel of Truth, a.k.a. The Voice Behind the Truth, a.k.a. The Voice. And I hope that y'all are ready, ready, because we are about to dig into all things truth right here on the Truth Moment Podcast. Keep giving the people what they want. More importantly, keep giving the people what they need. We all need a truth moment. You have the power to be happy already within you. State the facts. Speak the truth. Many people go through life never getting in touch with their greatness because of the lack of motivation to push themselves. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It shades our cheeks and hides our eyes. You can't handle the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth, the truth. I think I've mentioned on a previous episode uh, that it had been placed on my heart to bring something back here to the podcast that I introduced and did not keep moving. And that is the Boys to Men series. So listen beautiful people. I am super excited to be in the building yet again for not only a truth moment episode, but to also uh, reintroduce the energy and the vibes of Voice of Men. All right. And we got a special guest in the building, y'all. I want to welcome uh, Brian mm-hmm. to the Truth Moment podcast. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Uh, trying to push through. Trying to push through because I'm a little sleepy. Okay. I hear that. <laughs> you know what happens when you don't really get, you know, the proper rest that you need? Right. It, it right. can really affect you, you know? Right. Right. I hear you <laughs> on that. I do. I do. <laughs> um, I think I'm in the same boat today. Come on, but listen, I'm a G. You feel me? So yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna push through. Yes, ma'am. Know? Because it's important to do the things that you say you're gonna do, right? Right, right. So I am right. honoring myself. Um, and we're gonna get through this because this is what we had planned and set up. Yes, ma'am. And we and we here. Yes, ma'am. There we go. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through. And, and it's gonna be good too. Come on, I'm, I'm, yeah, virtual I'm high five. <laughs> there it is. Come on. We're gonna push through. Yes. Yeah, but we yeah. hit on. We hit. Yeah. yeah. And um, you know, I was thinking back to uh when we first met. And I, I remembered, but I didn't exactly remember like all of the details. And I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna see how good your memory is. Okay. Do you remember? 
when we met? I do. You do? I do. What kind I, of I, listen, I actually, I think about that kind of often um, because when we first met, um, I didn't have any children yet. Mm-hmm. And so we met at a conference for one of your children. And, <laughs> um, and I remember like, I just remember like being this, you know, highly energetic young guy, like trying to offer advice. I was like, hey, you know, you could do this and you could do that, right? Um, and this was all coming from, again, I didn't have any children at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now I have three. And, um, <laughs> and, and my youngest reminds me of your youngest <laughs> at the time. Ah. Oh, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, man. And I remember, I remember you telling me at that time too, you were like, you know, uh, I got I got two other kids and I ain't had none of these issues before. <laughs> like all these issues, I, I've never had this before. And um and and I you know, I heard you back then, I felt you back then, but I can really feel you and understand you now. You right. know what I mean? So uh so I actually think about that often. I'm just and I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm like, man. Look like you know I'm I'm giving all of this advice and all these suggestions <laughs> and uh, you know thinking like well if you just do this this you know then this will happen you know and like I said now I got my own three and, and and my youngest he it takes everything that I've learned in school it takes everything that I've learned from experience with working with kids mm. from my own everything and it's taking all of that just for me to parent this boy without going to jail. <laughs> Hey, 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 listen, sir. Listen, the struggle is real. You hear me? Listen, I, I know it is. I'm I with think, you. Listen, I think I'm serious now. But yes, you know, um, so you, you, you do. You do remember. You know, I, I actually had to ask Alexi because I couldn't remember what grade she was in. Um, mm-hmm. And she told I me it was either third or fourth. Mm-hmm. It was third, third grade. Yeah, man. So, you know, we go we go way back. And then not only did we connect then, but we also stayed connected over the years. Right. Through um both being creatives and visionaries. Right. Right. Do you remember that group, that small group that you started? Mm. And I was involved in it. I do not. I don't remember that. I do not. It was amazing. The group that you put together. And I I was trying to remember the name of it. But we would, I think we had weekly calls. And we would give advice and feedback on one another's brands. Oh, yeah. Okay. I do remember. You know why I don't remember like like I should? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because um, I think that I think I took it very seriously. I think you took it very seriously. Um, and there might have been like one more person that was kind of real serious, whereas the other people kind of were, you know, mm-hmm. I think they were just a part of it, maybe based off of, um, I don't know, just knowing me or whatnot. But um, I do, it was a mastermind group that, that, uh, that I put together. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, man. man I you enjoyed good that as a creator. Mm-hmm. I did because to be in the space of like-minded people 
Yeah. It's such a blessing, you know, on this journey because it gets lonely out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It does. You are right. You are right. And you try to I... share and express, and everybody don't quite get it, or everybody think you, mm-hmm. you know, you're going crazy when you're making certain moves. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So I actually yeah. enjoyed it. Well, I'm I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad it, it, it benefited you, you know, and I, that's I, I'm glad you brought that up. That that kind of gets my my wheels turning again, because uh, you know I know you've you've noticed I haven't really been on my grind like I like I had been, um, and you know that that group could actually kind of help with that because you know it's COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And there was a I was actually working on a, a workshop. I want to do a, a parenting workshop. I had. Man, listen, when I tell you I have everything still laid out, I had beautiful, like, it was just the, the structure, the the resources. I mean, it was beautiful. And um, and then COVID hit, right? And that kind of shut everything down because it was going to be, you know, like, little, I had the building that I was going to use, mm-hmm. you know, everything was in place. And uh, like I said, then COVID hit, and then I just kind of, you know, just kind of dropped from there. But, but it looks like I could probably try to get that thing back in, in motion and uh yeah it might be a good move to try to start something like that back up yeah man and i mean i know that you know we still <laughs> we still aren't doing a lot of face-to-face action but we're still finding ways and creating opportunities for us to still build our brands and to bring these ideas to life so i believe right. i got faith i believe you're gonna find a way <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up i appreciate it yeah, man. I but listen, that. I want you to uh, go on and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Tell them whatever you want them to know about you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Um. Well, uh, I am a, a husband and a father. Uh, those those titles are extremely important to me. Um, I've been married for sixteen. It'll be seventeen <laughs> years. Yeah, it'll be All seventeen right. in May. Yep, in May it'll be seventeen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and then, yeah, we have uh, three children. They're ages seven, eight, and nine. And uh, as I, Wait, as I shared... I'm sorry. Yeah. Hold, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> you said seven, uh, eight, uh-huh. and nine. There it is. Hmm? Seven, eight, and nine. Those, <laughs> yes, those numbers on. are in order, right? Like seven, eight, nine. <laughs> One, right, two, three, you got four, it right. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. There it is. My, my, my. You know what? Oh, my goodness. I, I don't up? remember them being that close in age. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe, let me see. Um, I think I only had maybe one when, uh, when Lexi. Where's that? I didn't mean, I mean to throw your daughter's name out there like that. No, I, I mention <laughs> the kids' names all the time. The folk know who they are. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. I just want to make sure, you know. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, when she was in third grade, I think, yeah, I just had I just had Carter. So that's probably why, you know what I mean? Like, I had just had the one, and then uh, yeah, shortly after that, just we, we yeah, it was it was planned, though. It was planned. We um we definitely wanted to have two like back to back. I was trying to have two within the same year. I didn't even want them to be a year apart. I wanted to be like eleven months apart if we could. Wow. Um, and then um 
And then, you know, my, 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 my last one, George, he came, he was, he was a little bit more of a surprise, but, uh, but yeah, but did God, all he's three here. yeah, exactly. And, uh, he's, he's, he's the one that's the most like me when it comes to trying people. Mm. That's, that's, yeah, he gonna try. You got to prove to him what you, what you say. <laughs> so that's how he is. Come on, George. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. we. Yeah, but a big heart. Like, like I said, he really does. He reminds me. He reminds me of Alexia a lot. Like, <laughs> I, I remember that about her. Like, she had challenged you. You got to mean what you yes. say. You got to show that you mean what you say. You know. But she also had a big heart too. She did, and um, she does. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so they 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 remind me of each other. Like, I think I, I don't know if you remember this. I was telling you that she actually reminded me of myself when I was you younger. Did, yes, I do remember um, that. Yeah. So, and like I said, so he. Well, that's what George. That's what George way. get it from. It, yeah, yeah, I know exactly where it comes from. I do, <laughs> but you would think that would make it easier, though, right? right but uh, yeah. nah, it, it it really it doesn't necessarily do that. It just yeah, it can make it. I don't know. It doesn't make it any easier. I'll just say that. So, but the good thing is, you know, like I said, I, I have a lot of uh, training. Mm-hmm. I guess this this kind of go into answering your question. So I'm a I'm a school teacher. I'm K through six certified with the reading and the ESOL endorsement. I've been uh, teaching since like 2011, uh, working with youth prior to that. Like, you know, ever since I was a kid myself, I've been working, you know, in programs, working with kids younger than me. So I have a lot of experience in that area. Um, and yeah, it takes, it takes all of that experience, you know, and then so God, God has, has given me the tool that I need to, try to parent and uh, father effectively so uh so yeah i thank god for that yeah but um yeah that's a, i mean that's that's a little about me like i said you know so that's my career that's my family um as, as mika kind of mentioned right we i have a uh platform it's called ask a daddy which um you know i i, I give parenting advice share stories here and there um like i said i'm in the in the process of Starting back up, I want to have this workshop. I really want to get this off the ground. And, and you're right, I might pivot and just have it be like a, an online thing solely. Um, but, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's, 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 this project was one of my babies, right? And it was one way for so long as I was doing all of the planning and all of the, you know, just kind of thinking through how everything was going to mm-hmm. flow to where I haven't, I, I don't really know if I want to, pivot or if I just want to hold on till when things start to get back to normal I'm still trying to figure that mm. out but you know what uh it'll it'll become really clear for you real yeah. soon um That's what's yeah because your ideas have always been um I'm gonna say necessary Mm. Um, and so mm. I do believe that there will be a window of opportunity for you to make that happen this year. Mm. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I received. Come that. on, do you got both hands up? Hey, that is, now they are. Now they are. I receive it. Yes. I receive it. But what you sipping yeah, on, sir? Because yeah. you know how we do here. We we sip yes, and things. Yes, ma'am. So I'm. I've, I've pivoted right before we used to uh, when when we talked before. You know, I, I was a heavy coffee drinker, heavy. 
Um, but I've pivoted because you know blood pressure and stuff like that. I'm getting older. Mm. Um, so now I, I I've, I've traded the coffee out for tea. Okay. And um, I'm I'm sipping on a London fog. Do you know what that I is? I have heard of that before. I've never tried it. Because I I occasionally sip tea here and there. I actually want to get okay. into um more of the loose leaf teas versus the like tea yeah. bags. Mm-hmm. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I have tried it before, and I think that'll be really good. Cause see, you know, I'm I'm still about my coffee. Like, matter of fact, that what I'm sipping on right now, uh, it's hey, a morning hey. must. The part okay. of my morning yeah. ritual. Uh, yeah. But I think yeah. having the tea during the day and even at night before mm-hmm. I go to bed would be really good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, there's so many. Uh, different uses for it right and um and I'm, I'm like you like that morning cup of coffee especially when i was kind of having one of them mm-hmm. days where it's just like uh you know it's kind of like my little just not not even for the caffeine but I, I just think maybe just for the fact that i was having it i don't know it just made me happy in the morning yeah it was a little little sunshine in a cup i, I call it love <laughs> but, uh, in cup. love in a cup there it is E love starts there it is right but <laughs> believe it or not this tea this tea has like the uh, the London fog it has caffeine right it's not as high mm-hmm. as coffee but it has caffeine um got a little cream in it you know what I mean so it, it still gives me kind of that 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 same feel okay now right? do you put milk in your coffee I in, in my tea I'm sorry, yeah I do I, not all of them. Okay. Yeah. But how yeah, would you how would you describe the London fog like that that taste? Um man, it's 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 unique. I'm try That's to see if first, I can it's, taste it's it. Unique. <laughs> yeah, let me see. It's it's uh it's good. So it's black the black tea is the base. It's mm-hmm. black tea with I don't want to say this name because I know I'm gonna say it wrong, but it like burgundies or something like that is one of the um Frag are one of the uh flavors okay. in it, and then it has like a little lavender, mm. and uh, and then you take the the cream, and the cream is like a vanilla cream, and you, you heat that up, and you stir it. It's, it's it's really good. It's like a, I mean, again, it really it really has a coffee feel. I don't want to say it's coffee, but it's not coffee, right? So I don't want to get you worked up for that, <laughs> but but it still gives me that you know it gives me that feeling yeah. though. Like if you were going to sip on coffee, and I came with you, and I ordered London Fall, like I wouldn't feel like I was oh. missing nothing. I would I would enjoy this just the same as I did when I had my coffee. Oh, shout out to the London yeah. Fog now. So yeah, you got to try it. You got to try it. It's, it's it's my preferred tea for for the morning, right? For for the evening, you know, I go to a, a chamomile or okay, something like okay. that. But uh, yeah, that that tea, I ain't gonna lie, that key, it, it makes me feel sophisticated hey. when I when I open that loose tea and I you know I throw it in there and I, and I let that thing work. It makes me just feel, you know, like a, a little elevated. I can dig it now. <laughs> so, I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you should get into it. You should get into it. Matter of fact, I might, you know what? I might gift you with some. I might do that. Well, I might do that. I hope that your spirit moves you to do that. Because I, I would I would receive it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I might I do that. Because there's this, um, you know, for the loose tea, you got to have a, a, a loose tea set. Right? How are you gonna? Well, I do steep have. The tea? You gotta have something. I to have the it. um. It's a a tea ball. I think that's mm. what it's called because okay. a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when I was having issues with my iron, 
I had read okay. up on some things, um, some some benefits and some, you know, healthier options, um, more herbal options. And so I found yeah. out that dandelion tea was really good for iron. And so um, I did mm. purchase some loose leaf dandelion tea. And so I purchased also the little ball that you put the tea in and then you drop okay. it in your mug and you let it go to work. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. I, I, we, I mean, I'm not going to talk to you about tea too much, but that, that, ball is, that ball is good. That ball is good. Oh, you got something better. I got something even better. Yeah, because what you want to do, like, the, the reason why you want to get the loose tea, right, just a little loose tea education, um, when you put it in like a, a ball or even the bags mm-hmm. or whatever, right, the leaves can only open up so much. Mm-hmm. So if you get like a like a, a pot or this thing I'm thinking about, I don't know the best word to call it, but it has, it's, it's, it's just much more room for those leaves to fully open up Let when they blossom. hit the water. Yeah, there you go. That, that gives an even better flavor, right? So I got something in mind. Like I said, I think, I think I'm a, I got to run a pot of wife, you know, she going, you know, who you trying to give hey, gifts to, you know what I mean? I can mean? respect but, it now. But, That's what she's supposed to do. I can respect right. it. That's what there it is, but but yeah, but if if I get the okay, I'm I'm gonna do that for you. But yeah, you'll okay. enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. All right, you got me excited. Now I was just talking about tea yesterday. Oh, All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that and taking me to school a little bit. Um, no worries. But yeah, I am <clears throat> on my coffee. I'm actually finishing up some coffee. Um, a cup that I made earlier this morning. I rewarmed it for the second time, and I'm a I'm a okay. slow sipper, you know. Um, yeah. And us yeah. just sitting here talking about coffee and tea, it takes me back also because before we get into uh, what we came here to do, I also want to mention and just thank you for the support that you've shown over the years, um, and and all of the many brands that I have introduced (laughs) to the world. Um, You were such a blessing and a key star player back in them coffee scope days on Periscope. The hype (laughs) man and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the Periscope. I remember the coffee. um, I remember the, the, you know, the coffee. Coffee What what was it again? Coffee. uh, I remember when I so that's funny because I remember the coffee scope, but I, I don't think I remember that name. But anyway, I remember that mm-hmm. that time, but I forgot about Periscope though. I forgot about that piece. Of yeah, it. I wonder yeah. if, they, if Periscope is even still around because see, then you didn't have Instagram lives, you didn't have Facebook lives. All right. you had you had was right. Periscope. So now and now you got yeah. you can go live on Twitter too. So right. I wonder so if Periscope yeah, is even still a thing. Um, but yeah, you hmm. you were always in the building on them Tuesdays and Thursdays showing love and support. And I appreciate that. I really yeah. do. Well, no, definitely. You know what? I, I appreciate um, your, your grind. I appreciate your hustle, you know. And the brand has always been one that, like, I've been able to recommend. Mm. Um so yeah, so it's, it's no thing for me to you know to to show support um, because again, it's just it's so easy to support. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those where you know I'm I'm gonna be able to say, hey hey, 
I, I know her. Like I'm a like you see where she at now? <laughs> I knew her when. You see what I mean? I knew her back when oh, type of thing. And, and, and I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that for you. Like again, you you your your vibe is always uh just been very cool and very like chill and uplifting. Um and like I said, your brand has always been, you know, uh, grown and like I said, inspirational and uplifting. It's just I, I can I can get with it. Yeah, so it's no thing for me to support. Like I said, it's my pleasure. It's I my thank pleasure. you. And you've also been showing up in those Instagram live streets for in real life conversations. Sometimes yeah. being yeah, the only I, man in the building. <laughs> yeah, when I catch them, yeah, I've I've laid off of social media a lot um, in the past couple of years. Um, so, but yeah, but when I catch them, when I see you guys are on there, I, I definitely jump in because uh, again, I, I like I, I just your vibe, and then your uh the person that you do it with, I like her vibe too. Like, She's well, yeah, cool yeah, people too. Yeah, so I'm like, is. hey. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, like I said, it's no thing for me to support. I. I love what you guys well, thank are doing. You. We appreciate it. I appreciate I it. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. No worries. My pleasure. Yes. Well, <clears throat> we're going to get on into uh, something that I call I Start, You Finish. Uh, I know you have pressed play on a couple of the previous Boys and Men episodes, and I wanted to keep that same energy um, as it relates to this icebreaker because it not only provides an opportunity for me to get to know you a little better, but also the listeners as well. Um, so okay, you know how it go, right? I'm gonna um, you gotta refresh. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with bit. a statement, and then all you got to do okay. is just fill in the blank. Whatever, okay. whatever hits your spirit. That first thought, don't know, throw it right. on out there. First thought. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll play correctly. I'll give you my first thought. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I wake up every morning right. and blank. I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I black? <laughs> See, that's what came to mind first. I love that it. That Tupac. <laughs> um, I wake anyway. Okay. But that's that's not what you asked me though. But that well, is the first thing can, that came to mind. I wake up in the morning. With it. And I, okay. Well, there you go. That's when you said that, that's that that's the lyric know, that jumped in my that's head. That's a very much real lyric. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. All right. I tell myself every day blank. Mm. Mm. Be better. Be better. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That would be the first thing. Yeah. Be better. Oof. Mm. That, that that blessed me in a mighty way right now. Uh, mm. today I am grateful for blank. Mm. I mean, again, the first thing that, that came to mind was just life. Mm. Um, you know, I had a, a friend of mine just recently passed away and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just thankful for life, you know, for my life and for the life of the ones that are around me that I love that are still here and breathing and yeah, I know that's right. Life. I know that's right. And again, I'm I'm praying uh, with you and and for you, and also uh, for your friends, family, and and loved ones as well. Um, yeah, thank you. 
you know, we, we, we do tend to take life for granted. I think a lot, a lot more than we realize we do. Um, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely 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 i mean it's again i think i mean you know what if i if i think about it deeper i mean i guess that's kind of a, a good thing in a way right like you probably don't want to live and, and, and have death on your mind all the time mm-hmm. or whatever you know um so it's you know it's good that we have faith that god is going to wake us up and you know, we're, we're making plans for tomorrow and for our future and stuff. You know, that's, that's good, right? But, um, but yeah, but if you really stop and think about it, you know, it's like, hey, it's not promised. It's not promised. And just be grateful for the moments right. that you have here. That's a hashtag truth moment right there. That's what that is. There you go. I can't wait to hear what, what your response is to this one. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a superpower, it would be blank. Mm. Mm, okay, let me see. If I had a superpower, first, yeah, let me see. It would be first thing that come to mind. That's hard with me. I don't got like there's nothing coming to mind. That's right okay. Now. Hold on, let me think now. That's okay because you know that is superpower. something that we don't we don't really think about. You know. Right, right. Well, now see, okay, so this is the first thing that came to mind. Now, you know, x-ray vision, but not for like none, nothing good. So I'm not going to go no further than that, but that's the first thing that finally came to mind when I thought about it, x-ray vision. But that's, you know, we're going to keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. We're going to keep it moving here. (laughs) Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. All right. In closing, my name is Brian, and I am blank. Hmm. My name is Brian, and uh, it's, uh, well, so it's not one thing that came. We're going on and draw a few. Um, but my name is Brian, and I am a man of God mm. and a family man, and that's those are the those are the two things. Man of God and my man, that's about yes. my family. You know, those I am statements are very powerful. Whatever we choose mm-hmm. to put behind the I am. Yeah. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Mm, it's a powerful thing. Yeah. Mm. Well, that was I start, you finish. That was it. Real simple. I like to tell folks in the beginning, which I didn't tell you in the beginning, not to get nervous, okay? Because I wasn't gonna, you know, be pulling <laughs> crazy, you know, stuff out my out my hat. Right, just, right, just real right. Simple. Okay. Right. To be well, sweating about, that. or your palms getting sweaty. <laughs> right, okay? right. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah, nervous. no, I appreciate that. Appreciate that. We'll need that going on today. Yeah, come on, but yeah, just a little icebreaker. Now we're gonna get on, get on into uh, this conversation of your journey from boyhood to manhood. Um, and I must say that 
I have really enjoyed these conversations uh, with the different male guests that have been in the building because it provides an opportunity for me to learn more about the men folk. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, we say, well, we don't understand men. Men are hard to understand. Right, and I right. mean, vice versa. Men right. have said it too about women. But I do believe that mm, through these conversations, it not only allows me to gain better insight on a journey of a man, but also it provides an opportunity mm-hmm. for the guest to also right. reflect as well. Right. Um, and for the benefit of the listeners, uh, it also helps maybe another uh-huh. female listener to maybe better understand her husband or her brother right. or her yeah. son. Um, and for any men listeners, you know, it also, I think, will inspire and encourage them to be more in tune with themselves yeah. and their yeah. journeys. So right. everybody's right. winning. Right. By and listening. I've enjoyed the ones that I've heard too. I've heard like two or I think two of them, and um, yeah, the great guest. So yeah, I, I I enjoy them as well. Yes, and I appreciate you pressing play. And shout out to them them, them uh, previous guests that was in the building. Yes. Um. All right. So I want us to start out by you taking us back. We gonna we gonna journey okay. back here a little bit. Um. Take us back to the younger version of yourself. And uh, I want to know, did you have any nicknames? <laughs> okay. Growing up? Yeah, yeah, I did. I had, um, so let's go back. Let's go back. I had two nicknames that were like worth talking about, I guess, right? Um, the first was uh, when I was in Germany. Um, that's, that's why I started elementary school in Germany. And my sister and I would jump on the bed. I have an older sister. <clears throat> Excuse me. And she would uh she would push me off the bed. Like so we would be jumping and she'll wait till like I was in the air and she would push me. Mm. <laughs> and I would right, right. Oh, <laughs> and so uh <laughs> I would hit the wall with my head and I have a knot on my head. And I became known as Beanhead Brian. (laughs) Beanhead. Beanhead Brian. And I'm talking about this knot was like, it it was like a permanent fixture on the middle of my forehead. So like I have pictures, Mm. you know, school pictures, right? Where you can see I got like this dark spot in the middle of my head from where my sister would push me into the wall. Yeah, I was being here, Brian. That was that was all the way um from what like kindergarten until probably about third grade, which is when I moved away from uh Germany. I was being here, Brian. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then uh and then the other one <laughs> so when we moved from Germany, we moved to New Mexico. Oh, I'm lying. We moved to uh Las Vegas. And when I was in Las Vegas, now mm-hmm. this is about third grade. And um, the way I was living on base, my dad was in the military. And, you know, at the basketball court, there were 
we wanted to ball, but there weren't like enough kids of the same age to like all kind of play. So we would have teams of five. Mm-hmm. It would be like, you know, one like high schooler versus in, in the other high school would be on the other team. And it kind of worked its way all the way down. So I was like in the third grade at the time. And the guy was going, but was in the fourth grade. And um, so we're playing ball. We got the teams going. I have a Pepsi in my hand. And they're like, man, why you don't put the Pepsi down? And I'm like, man, if I put the drink down, the ball's going to hit it. I'm going to lose my little soda. Right now, I'm just going to play with the. I'm going to play with it in my hand, right? So I, I get the ball. I cross them up a little bit. Shoot the shot. Goes in while I had the Pepsi in my hand. So uh, the guy that was in high school... You know, he was going crazy. Whoa, look at me, this guy, you know. <laughs> so he was like, maybe we're going to call you Pepsi. And and it stuck. And uh, and I was Pepsi. Like, everybody from that era in my life, they knew me as Pepsi. I'm talking about not 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 to brag or nothing, but, you know, I'm, I'm in the third grade. You know, I got high schoolers and middle schoolers, like, calling my phone asking for Pepsi. You know, they see me out. They're like, that's Pepsi right there. Like, it. It was crazy. Yeah. Come on. So now, as you were going <coughs> down the story, I'm I'm, okay. I'm seeing it right. <laughs> so you said you did yeah, the crossover cross action. Mm-hmm. You you you're mm-hmm. playing the game, mm-hmm. dribbling and all with, with the can, the of, can of Pepsi mm-hmm. in your hand. You was a bad man. You was a bad boy. I mean, that's I. I think that was the general consensus, and and, and that's what they thought. Cause uh, yeah, it stuck. I don't know. It just stuck. You got skills. I, and well, you look was here's the thing. Not here's to the put thing. That My mama didn't down. let me drink soda like that. You know what I mean? Like this wasn't a. Oh. Every, so I'm, like, I'm not finna put this down for y'all to you know the ball to hit it, and I'm finna miss my drink. Like no. Nah. Come <laughs> so, on. Yeah, so that, it, it was it was a real thing. It was a, that Pepsi was was important to me that day, and uh, and then of course you know, after I got the nickname, then I always you know had a Pepsi somewhere around or whatever you know. Come on, I had you to had, represent. You had to keep yeah, it going. So. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we got Beanhead Brown and yeah. Pepsi. <laughs> Those are the two. Those are the two. Wow. Now, really quick, I didn't know this about you. Um, I didn't know your dad was in the military. And it was interesting that you shared that you lived in Germany your kindergarten year, mm, because really? so did I. That's yeah. My dad was stationed in Germany, and I, I wow, was in the kindergarten. What, what branch was your dad in? Yeah, man. What branch was your dad in? What was that? The Army, okay. Army. Okay, he was probably I can't. Was it Frankfurt? Yeah. So we we was he, was he in Frankfurt at Frankfurt or no? Or you don't know? That does okay. not sound familiar. Um, I don't know why I see the letter huh. B. Something something okay. with the letter. I'm B. curious, and the reason only reason I ask, and I kind of know some of the bases. My dad used to play on the football team mm-hmm. for uh for 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 the Air Force when we was in Germany. And they would travel to like all these different bases and play like against the other branches. Oh, now you were asking the no, no, no. I was asking the branch and then the base that you were on. The base—that's what I meant to say. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But you know what? I will see my dad yeah. today, and I'm gonna ask him, and then I'm gonna get yeah. back with yeah. you. And it'd be crazy if it was Frankfurt. Like that'd just be crazy. But anyway, yeah, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would. Okay. Um, how would you describe yourself, the younger version um, of yourself? Like, what kind of kid were you? I mean, we we see <laughs> that you were very determined. Right. Okay. Man, that's a good question. You know, I, I've thought about this because, like I said, especially with with my kids now, because all three of them, you know, have our characteristics, of course, from me and from and from my wife. But I see myself in all three of them, obviously. Um, and then my youngest, like I said, he caused me to do a lot of a lot of reflection. Um, he's right now super into music. This guy thinks he can rap. He just thinks he's the best rapper in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, on, and so when I was and this, and this is important, not important, but well, yeah, it was an important part of my life. It, it kind of shaped a lot of what happened. Um, when I was in the first grade, uh, I won the, the school talent show, and yeah, I won mm. the school talent show for I was I was I was the only first grader that entered the talent show. Uh, my sister was in the third grade; she entered the talent show with her friend. Um, I beat her out, you know that was a big deal. <laughs> but, but um, but that, now. that getting on that stage, winning that talent show, it like gave me this huge boost of confidence. Um, and I never, like I said, just kind of looking back on it, I've, I've been reflecting. It gave me this huge boost of confidence that kind of has carried me like throughout life, right? I I never. And again, you know, I, if I think about it more, maybe, I don't know, I, I don't have to continue to think about this. Let me just say that. Because is it that I already had this type of confidence, which is what let me get on the stage in the first place? Or was it when I got on the stage right. and then I won? Is that kind of what created it? I don't know. I have to think about that some. But um, but I, I say that to say that I was the type of kid, I was, um, I was, I was kind of sure of myself. Not in a cocky way, you know, um, or anything mm-hmm. like that. Because especially when I was growing up, you know, kids that looked like me, like we weren't considered like good looking kids, right? Um, you the girls wanted uh, people that looked like Prince. <laughs> on the like in the eighties, you had to like Prince or Michael Jackson. I don't look like Prince or Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wasn't like a confidence from that place, you know what I mean? Um, but I still had this. I don't know, I just had this self-assurance about myself. Um, and mm. I was strong-willed. I was a, a, a kid, if I had to sum it up, I was a kid that was against the grain. And it doesn't matter what the grain, mm-hmm. like if the grain was doing the right thing, then I was going to do the wrong thing. If the grain was doing the wrong mm-hmm. thing, then I was going to do the, it. It didn't matter which way they was going. I just didn't want to be a part of what you're doing. Um, and that kind of sums me up as a kid. I was very much a, a bit of a conundrum for my parents. They're like, well, what do we do with him? Because whatever we're trying to do, he's trying to do the opposite. Yeah. And uh, and that's what I see with, with, with my youngest son, too. He's he's a lot like that. So I understand that, that side of him. Hmm. And, you know, I don't know why this popped up in my head when you said that your parents were kind of in a space of, you know, what do we do with him? Um, 
I think it's important now that we're parents, because this is something that I've had to learn. I've had to learn what my love Mm. language was and also what my kids love language is to help me to understand. And even right now, today, I still ain't got them all quite figured out in all areas. You know, it's still a learning process for me. Uh, Even Mm Keith is 24 now. Kayla's wow. 21 today and Lexi will be 19 Dang. in wow. August. So, I mean, I'm, I'm constantly learning. So it, it's an ongoing thing, but I don't know why that just, that just popped, but I'm pretty sure you're already well <laughs> familiar with love languages. Well, <laughs> well I appreciate it. And yeah, it is something, but, but it's, it's good that you say it. Cause you know, you have to be reminded to, Sometimes go back and like refresh on those things because my kids are they're growing right they're so young they're changing you know my son uh, my oldest he's he's definitely different at nine you know than he was at five he's he was a he's a different kid he was mm-hmm. much more uh, like like loving and like like much more affectionate I should say openly affectionate whereas now he's much more hey come on dad hey don't 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 hug on me man don't you know. Oh man, don't that make you feel just <laughs> Kayla's like that? And she was always the mm, more affectionate okay. one. And now she's like, like I tried to give yeah. her a, a hug, you know, like I said, it's her birthday. Kayla, let me love on you. Cause I, I remember when I had you, I was yeah. holding you, loving on you. Just let right. me go, let me yeah. go back. Yeah. Mom, mom, please, <laughs> right, mom. Right. You know right. I don't like hugs. I'm yeah, like, what yeah. happened to you? That's it, it's funny how it happened, but that's yeah, my son's staying away. And you asked what's going on, but it's just you know who he is now, right? So yeah, you got to go yeah. back and revisit those things. Yeah, yeah, we do. Mm, okay, what would you say hmm, was one of the biggest lessons you were taught? as hmm. young Brian that followed you to who you are today into hmm. manhood. Now when we say young Brian, like teenage years count? Or are we talking about younger than that? If you want to take us back to, to okay. your teenage. So um my father he passed away when I was sixteen. Um when I was fifteen I had got caught in somebody's closet at like two in the morning. About 30 minutes away from where my house was at. And I had drove out there. <laughs> I, mm, I drove, drove out there. Um, I was 15. I Come had no on. license. I ain't had no car. I borrowed it. And uh, I got out there. And, um, you mm. know, m- my dad, uh, had this conversation with you know I might have been sixteen I'm lying. I was sixteen at the time I didn't have a car um, but I was sixteen because I remember I remember I was saving up money to get a car and I remember him telling me he said man we mm. had a car like picked up we were going this weekend I was gonna show it to you you know yada 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 you mm. know he said, but, hey, that's that's all done with right now <laughs> but but um and again this is it's not like the deepest lesson in the world but I needed to understand it at the time. Um, and he was just, he just told me, said, Brian, that man could have killed you tonight. 
you was in his house unannounced, un- mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you could have, and I was like, but, but then she let me in though. Like, how he gonna shoot me? She <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't like stealing it, you know, like she let me in the house, you know? And and he really had to yeah. like break it down and, and explain, you know, uh, rage from a man, you know what I mean? The importance of like mm-hmm. his daughter and all, I mean, all of this stuff. And, um, and, and, I, and, I, and I caught it. And that's something that, you know, I had never let go. Like, it's just, I'm able to apply that um, in different ways. Like, just understanding, you know, not just not just a man, but, you know, a person, um, you know, when you're, like, how to think about other people and how to think about, you know, mm-hmm. how you're, what you Take other things yeah, how what you're gonna do or what you do, like what because you, you can't you can't determine what somebody's reaction is gonna be. So you have to really think about like, am I okay with all of these different possible outcomes? And if I'm not okay with the worst possible outcome, then I need to not do that. You know what I mean? So yeah, That's good. like like right now, I'll give an example. This That's is good. but like I like I told you earlier, I was riding my bike. Right? It it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. When, you're supposed to, the law is, just FYI, uh, if you're going to pass somebody who's riding their bike in the street, you're supposed to give them like three feet. So you're supposed to pass them and there's supposed to be a distance of three feet between you and the car. Um, and it really bothers me when people like don't move. Like, you know, it's like I'm on the shoulder of the road and they don't uh, swerve out and they don't give me any space. Like what I want to do is I want to kick their car. Just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like that's that's what I wanted because they're that close. Like I could kick the car, you know what I mean. Um, but literally, yeah, like, yeah. I never a lot that. of people don't. It's it's. I'm I'm trying. That's why I said it because I'm, I'm I am trying to spread the word a little bit because I'm out there on that road now riding. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I want to. You know, I, I do. I kind of want to kick the car, but I'm like, man. What I immediately think about is like this person could like stop the car. Turn around and like they can shoot me. They can have a gun. You can have a gun in Florida, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's is it working? So I, you know, but and that's that spawned from that conversation that my dad had with me then. Like, hey, you got to think about all the possible wow. outcomes because the only outcome I could think about was getting caught. You know, and you know, being upset, but not like I didn't think about dying that night. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm that way. As an adult, um, there are there have been some some situations, some experiences where I, I've had to like pump the brakes and say, okay, if I was mm. to go any further, mm-hmm. this yeah. might happen. This might happen. This might happen. You know, and it it could create a bigger problem, yeah. a bigger yeah. issue. Um, and even in those moments where. I didn't make the right choice at the right time. I was able to still go back and reflect and still have a moment of gratitude that things didn't go right. another way. Right. So that's good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did you show up in anybody else's closet though? <laughs> early in early in the morning hours? No, nah, I did. I, I did not After do that. that. I, I, should, I probably should have said this, but I then reverted to having people show up in in, in my closet. <laughs> okay. I thought that was, was a little, a little safe. safe. I, you know, 
I knew my parents' <laughs> levels were crazy. Come on. <laughs> so, so that's what, that's what ended up happening then. <laughs> the things that we right. went through. Right, right. <laughs> as a teenager. Oh, man. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of what that. We, we made it we, happen. We, made we, it we, we found a way. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. All right. Uh, hmm. That's good. I want to read you something that um, now I'm pretty sure you've heard okay. of this book. And you know, I thought about it. I said, you know, I got a lot of resources. I got a lot mm-hmm. of tools. And um, it hit me last night. Mika, you got the book act like a lady, mm. think like a man. And it was some things in here that really stuck out to me, but it was something that I wanted to incorporate in our conversation okay. today. And I want to get your feedback on it because right now uh, we're going to get ready to step on into you okay. as a man. Um, but in chapter one, of Steve Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey's book, and I know a lot of men felt some type of way that you know he put what he put on out here through uh, the turning of these pages, right. uh, <laughs> you know. But uh, even as a woman, I I really feel like there is some truth behind some things that you know was printed. Uh, but he says in chapter one, the the chapter is titled "What Drives mm-hmm. Men." He said, there is no truer statement. Men are simple. Get this into your head first and everything you learn about us in this book will begin to fall into place. Once you get that down, you'll have to understand a few essential truths. Men are driven by who they are, what they do, and how much they make. I want to stop right there. I want to hit pause. And I want to get your thoughts on that statement about what he says are the essential truths. Men are driven by who they are, what they do, and how much they make. Is is that a hashtag truth moment, in your opinion? I think that that is a true statement. Um, I I don't want to say this in no kind of way that sounds I don't know, like I'm trying to elevate myself or nothing like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's not what I'm trying to do. Um but I think that's a true statement, but like on a lower level, right? I think that when you mm-hmm. um get in tune uh with like what it is that your creator has put you here for, I think that your driving factors change. Um, because I because I was driven by that, right? There, there was a point in, in a period of my life where I was very much driven, you know, by, you know, like my title and how much I make, you know what I mean? Like that was a, a huge part of um, my identity and, 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 you know, why I was doing and moving some of the ways that I was moving. Um, however, you know, I have since, and this is not, this is, this is more of a recent development, Right. I would say at least maybe 2017, 2018-ish type development um, where I've kind of elevated from that 
to really trying to be in sync with like God's purpose for my life. And that's more of a driving factor than mm-hmm. anything. Mm. Well. Yeah. Mm. Okay. He also goes, oh, that was good. He also goes on to say, uh, these three things make up the basic DNA of manhood. The three accomplishments every man must achieve before he feels like he's truly fulfilled his destiny as a man. Uh, And again, that's how he starts Mm -hmm. off. He starts us off in chapter one with that right there. That's the foundation. Um, hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I just want to get your thoughts and your yeah. feedback on I, I that. Think, I think, again, um, I think that's a, you know, it really just depends because it depends on like the age of the man, but not only that, again, like how much self-reflection, how much, you know, um, because I do a lot of self-reflecting. Maybe his background too, yeah, upbringing. Yeah, that that would probably have those some, things yeah. play a factor. You know, because hopefully for my children, I'm I'm trying to raise them. Um, these lessons that it took me like time to get, like I'm trying to give them that now. Like, hey, you know, so so hopefully they they won't have to mm-hmm. go through, like I said, what I've went through. Um, so anyway, yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot of things that go into. To, uh, to to consideration that you have taken consideration with that statement um, because again I, I do I think that and I don't you know you might talk to another man and and and, and he's like a hundred percent that's where I'm at and I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm any you know uh, more than or less than that individual right. uh, but just for me personally I've I've moved from that because there was a time where I was very very concerned about that how much do I make you know what I'm saying like what is my title like how you know all these different things. Um, you know, but God had to had to sit me down. I was like, "Look, this is this is hmm. this is what I have for you. This is, you know, I never told you because I had stopped teaching for a minute. You know, out there trying to chase the dollar, right? And uh, and and everything hmm. I was trying to do, like it was just nothing was working. I'm talking about things that I was qualified to do, things that, you know, when you look at it, I should have been able to do. I should have been successful at based on my skill set and things of that nature." You mean qualified yeah. on paper, on, on the, mm-hmm. the black and white. You'll be like, well, he, this would be something that mm-hmm. Brian, he should kill this. And it just was not working. <laughs> and uh, and God yeah. sat me down and said, I never told you to lead a classroom. And, um, you hey, know, so on. I had to get back in line with God's will. And even after that, I still was, you know, trying to do different things here and there. And like I said, it's, it's, this is a continual thing where God is like showing me this is what I got for you. This is where you need to concentrate. And then he's been showing me that mm-hmm. how he's taking care of providing for me and my family uh, by mm-hmm. doing you yeah. know what it is that he has for me. So I could talk about that all day. I'm saying this is something I've continuously been like seeing over the course of like the, the past like couple of years or so. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would be I would be interested to see what Steve Harvey says about that now. Like, does he still you know, is that is that still where he's coming from? You know, I wanted to see has his perspective changed any on that? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, because he he's lived a few more years of life. He's journeyed a little bit more, even though you know he was a grown right. ass man when he when he you know published a book. But 
Yeah, because I believe this was, if I'm not mistaken, like 2004, 2005, somewhere, somewhere yeah, up in there. Yeah, a while ago. Um, a while ago. And, and like yeah. I said, some things in his life has changed, you know, like all the shows and stuff that he had. He was having movies made. He was having books. You know, I think he's kind of slowed yeah, down a lot. He's remarried. Yeah. He slowed down a lot since then. I'm, I'm curious. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So tell me this. Uh when you were a little boy, what did being a man look like mm, to mm. you? Did you did you have a, a picture painted of him? You know, I I did. <laughs> I did. And ironically, it was like the opposite of what my father uh was. Um and I've turned into pretty much who my father was. <laughs> mm, stay so, now. Uh, when I was, like I said, my, my dad was in the military. And, um, you know, he would have friends. They, I, I, I have these memories. Like, they would they would do, like, these parties um, where they would, like, have barbecues. And there would be, like, different couples over, you know. Um, and then he would have, like, single friends come over sometimes. And, you know, my mom, I would cook for them, you know, all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. But they would always, like, they would leave and, like, they would be heading to, like, the club or something like that. Um, I have memories of, like, my dad's friend's eyes, like, being red, you know, red from like, whether it's drinking or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 and I saw them as, like, these, like, playboys. I was like, man, when I grow up, that's the kind of dude I'm fit to be. Like, my dad's so lame, <laughs> he stay here with us all night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, why would he stay here when he can go to the club with these people, you know? And um, mm. and so I was, that was, I, I definitely saw, in, 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 in the car, of course, you know, I wanted to have like a sports car, all that type stuff, right? And I thought that's what being a man was, you know, being able to party all night, have fun, have different women, um, that that whole thing. Um, and like I said, and, and I see, you know, I would see my dad. Uh, like I said, my dad, you know, was very much a family man, right? He would he would be with my mom. He'd be at, at home with us. Um, just you know, just very stable. You know, read books, uh, watch the news. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just. Just very like regular, in my opinion, and um, yeah. Uh-huh. And so, like I said, so I, I I definitely thought I was gonna be the opposite, and we partially also to our personalities are also different. You know, my my I, I have more of my mom's personality, which is a little bit more outgoing, a little more outspoken. He was kind of quiet and reserved, um, so that was another reason why I thought I would be the opposite of him, but um. But mm-hmm. as you know, as I've matured and and I've you know grown into a man, I find that there's so many similarities between me and my father. Um, yeah, wow. so I definitely you know he set a good example, and I learned from from watching you know his his lead. And so yeah. Mm. Well, well, well. Yeah. Come on. That was good. Yeah, because I I honestly believe that 
many examples of what a man looks like to little boys does shape and mold them into the men that they become. Um, and I, I truly believe that when they arrive to a space in their life where they're not showing up as that image that they created in their minds, mm-hmm. it takes them to um, a dark place. Mm. It takes them to a place of not really being able to see who they are because they've already believed that they're supposed to be somebody else as a man. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So when they when they're not showing up as who they thought they should be, um, they really lose sight of who they are and their purpose, mm-hmm. um, their gifts, their talents. Um, That's good, and and I can I can and I can see that, um, you know, being the case. Uh, I do think that kind of goes going back to what I was saying about when I was younger. I've I've had this self-assurance kind of thing about myself to where, you know, I I don't know, like I, I've just kind of had that that confidence. Um, but I am thinking about maybe someone who might kind of need like validation or something like that, maybe from from others or even like within themselves. You know, like me, like I've mm-hmm. I've kind of been okay, right, with where I'm at just based on hey, this is just where I'm at and it just is what it is. Um, but like if you were a person who maybe set, and then also too, I've also met a lot of the goals that I that I set for myself. Um, but I can see where maybe if you weren't meeting the goals that you set for yourself, how that could definitely, you know, put you in a in, in a dark place. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can mm. see that. And because, you know, as a 42-year-old woman who have <clears throat> experienced um, different men's journeys through my father's journey, who, shout out to my daddy, Mr. Dunn, who was actually a guest, a boys and men okay. guest, who has shared his journey. Um, but there's a lot that I've learned about a man through his journey, uh, through my brother's journey. Mm-hmm through my son's journey, um, my partner, you know, different men that even before I was in a relationship, you know, just being a single woman, um, it was just a lot that I've learned over the years that has helped me to understand or to be open to understanding a little better. And I think that it's just divinely aligned that God in the universe put me in this space to be able to have these type of conversations with men that provides a platform for you all to share. Yeah. yeah. You know, because y'all have a voice. Right. You right. know. Right. Right. And your stories and your journeys are worth hearing. Um So yeah, and I appreciate it too. It's, it's it's good to have a place where you can, you know, speak about these things and you know, a safe a safe yeah, space. Yeah, safe space. There you go. You feel safe, y'all. I don't feel you? safe. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I have I haven't had any reservations about 
answer Come any on. questions or anything. No, nah, it's it's a it's 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 good to have this. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. In closing, I'm gonna hit you with this last thing okay. here. Who is Brian now? Who 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 is Brian today? If you could describe mm. yourself, how would you describe? Oh man. You the man today. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. Um I've I've been on this journey um of this like elevation and and where I'm at today. I'll share this. I think it's a, maybe it's a, a good platform to share it on. Um, as I grew up, I never was a patriotic type of person. So even though I joined the military myself, uh, I joined because I wanted money for school and I wanted to be able to get married and provide, yada, yada, yada. It was never from like a, a patriotic type place. And I think that this country has, you know, done a job of kind of telling black folks, hey, you know, you don't necessarily belong here. We don't really want you to feel patriotic. Um, however, probably around 2018, I had got this information. And this is going to answer your question, I promise. <laughs> um, I, I believe you. But I got, I, I got, I came across some information. I think it was through either reading or through a podcast I was listening to. I can't remember. Um, but when Abraham Lincoln was, was going to free the slaves, he met with uh, like five prominent free black men. And the idea is, uh, you know, we think slavery is wrong, but we don't think that black and white can live together in this country. So we want to like send you guys like back to Africa or we want to send you somewhere else. And so then these five black men, like they left, they talked about it. Um, they came back. And from what I understand, they basically were like, nah, we're good right here in America, bro. What you're going to have to do is you guys are going to have to live up to what that constitution says. Um, and we want our rights, but we're, we're good here in America because this, this is our country. We helped build it. You know, our ancestors are buried in this land, in this soil. We're going to stay right here. And when I read that, like what that did for me was one, it gave me like this sense of pride and being an African-American that, to be honest, I hadn't really had before. Now, I was proud to be African-American, but I didn't have, like, a pride in the American part of it, right? I didn't feel like I had a real stake in America. So I felt kind of like a person with no country, to be honest. Like, yeah, I live in America, but, you know, whatever. I ain't patriotic or nothing, right? Well, that story kind of started me on this journey um, as to, like, really like thinking about what is like black folks place in America. Right. Um, and so where I'm at now is like, I'm more patriotic than I've ever been. And my patriotism is in the fact of what black people have done for this country, like the America that people from all over the world, the reason they want to come here and make America their home is because of what my ancestors did. Um, you know, even the tiki torch carrying white folks who claim to love this country so much, part of what they love about the country so much is what my ancestors did, right? And what they fought for. Mm. And so, it, again, it, it placed like I have this 
this sense of pride in that. And and now I've taken this this uh, sense of ownership. And so now I no longer am like an American or a, a, a black person in America who doesn't have any stake. I'm now, I'm a citizen, right? I'm a patriot. Um, and as such, I recognize that my voice has power and that I can engage civically in, you know, what's happening, like, in my city. I live in Ocoee. So in my city, like, I, you know, matter of fact, I got to call the commissioner when I get out the phone with you. Um, you know what I mean? And I have a voice now. And if I don't like something, yes. I can I can work towards change. And back in the day, it used to bother me that they were racist in America and that they didn't want me here, right? Because I felt, again, I didn't feel like I really belonged here. But now I have a sense of ownership in this country. Check this out, Miku. You know what I'll tell the racist? If they, uh like, call me a nigga or they write something on my door or something like how they did LeBron, I'll tell them. Come on, what you, what you got for them? You messing up my country, bro. You are not welcome <laughs> in my America. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, like real talk. Think about that. Come on. Because see, I think mm-hmm. before, like we were kind of, I, I'm gonna speak for myself. Before I was in this place where it was like, again, I didn't feel welcomed in this country, and I was kind of waiting for an invitation. But mm. what am I waiting for? My people helped build this country, and when I and when I say look, and when I say build it, now I knew this from a kid. But when I said build it, I'm thinking like you know, the buildings, the roads, stuff like like the manual labor. We help build mm-hmm. that too, but we help build the essence of what America is as well. And so it yeah. wasn't just black folks. You know, there was, you know, you have abolitionist white folks and stuff like that that were, you know, so we were we were working together. So it's our America and it was racist white folks who we were actually working together against. So if you're still here and you still have those attitudes, if you're still, you know what I'm saying, hating me because of my skin color, I'm not the problem. And America is not the problem. You're the problem. This is a part of my America. And, bro, you're the one that's not welcome. And and that whole shift in my mindset has, like, been so empowering. And so now, mm. as as where I am now as a man, I'm I'm like this man who's coming uh, into the realization of the power that I have, right? And I'm yeah. trying to share that one, but I'm trying to maximize it. And uh, I feel like I have so much more that I can do, right? And now that I have, like, it's I'm, I'm just saying it's been so freeing, right? Like I've, like uh, it's it's almost like now a part of what I know I need to do as, as a man and as an American citizen, as an African-American, like I need business ownership, right? I need to own a business. That's a part of yes. my right as an American. Whereas before I never would have said that I wanted a business, but I never would have had that. Like it's a driving thing. Right. Um, so anyway, long story short, that's why I'm at. as a man. Now I'm a man who's becoming aware of the power that I, that I have. I'm trying to teach that to my kids. Like I said, hopefully if they can, if I can teach this, they won't. Because some people never learn this. Some people, like I look at, right. um, I look at, and then again, I, I, I do not want to diminish this at all because it's, it's, it's not something to be taken lightly. But I know like right now, for instance, 
um, in Houston um, or Dallas, the, the, the Dallas Mavericks, like they're not playing the national anthem, you know, and, and it's a form of protest, right? And I can understand that, you know what I mean? And I, I can understand it completely. But I've gotten to this point where it's like, bruh, that's like the, I mean, to me, that's like, that's the wrong thing to protest. Like we're American too, right? We need to stand up. And what we need to do is we need to start basically pointing out those individuals that are like damaging the comp- the, the, the country. You know what I mean? Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's this different paradigm shift. And that's just where I'm at now. I, I, I don't know if that answers your question directly, but that's, that's where I'm at now. Listen, you answered it. Okay. That that hey that that's that's where you are. Mm. I wasn't looking for nothing specific. Listen, cause that blessed me. Mm. Mm. Um. Mm. <laughs> what has been beautiful to be a part and witness at the same time mm. is how the conversations that I have had and that I am having today and will have in the future Mm. are so aligned Mm. with where I am on my journey and the conversations that I have outside of the podcast. Uh, It's just the way these things are aligned is mind blowing. Mm. Mm. Um, you responded in a way I've never heard that question unpacked the way that you mm-hmm. just unpacked that and again that's the beautiful thing about having these conversations with different men mm-hmm. because everyone is in a different space um And there's beauty in everybody's spaces. Right, right. Um, mm, I love it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was powerful. That was powerful, even as for myself as a woman to even hear. Mm. Um, mm. You know, I, I said that was the last question I had for you. But I wasn't honest because I I got something else. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) As a man, as a father, as a husband, how do you invest in yourself? How do you, let me ask this, what does self-care look like Mm. for you? Okay, that's a good, that's a good question. And um, so at this at this moment, um, I actually so just yesterday I had my first counseling session I've that I've ever had. Um, Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. You say counseling? Are you talking about like therapy? Yeah, yeah. Talking about yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had the first one. I was just. I just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Proceed. I'm I'm sorry. No, I'm... no, go ahead. Go ahead. 
God damn, man. I just, mm, I just talked about therapy mm-hmm. with a male. Mm-hmm. So to hear you say that you have experienced your first experience yeah says a whole lot but i'm gonna let you keep saying go ahead i'm sorry (laughs) okay all right well yeah no Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. i think that is um well let me so how it happened like i said I, i a friend of mine passed away and um and that prompted you know phone calls and stuff like that from people who knew how close we were um and in talking to one of my friends, you know, she asked, um, she also, you know, we, we go back to where she was around when my, when my father had passed away as well. And, um, I can't remember exactly what the question was or how the conversation, like how it led to it, but she kind of asked, I guess, something about the future. And I just kind of, you know, I shared with her that, you know, I think it's just going to get sadder. I think that as, time goes, you know, things are just going to get sadder. And, um, you know, how I kind of like don't look forward to that, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, I look forward to the future, but I don't because, you know, it's just going to be sad. It's going to get sadder. And she was saying how she didn't necessarily think that was probably the healthiest outlook. Um, And, you know, she was like, she, she has done counseling or therapy herself. And she's like, you know, you, you might should talk to someone, Brian. Like, have you ever talked to anyone, you know, even about your dad passing or whatever? You know, like, no, you know. And um, so after she said that, that started me thinking, like, okay, to me, this seems very logical, right? Like, people are going to continue to pass away. Um, and the closer they are to me, the sadder it's going to be, you know. But I was like, well, let me just reach out to someone and see what they think. So as a school, we had counselors at the school. So I just kind of asked the counselor about it. And she was like, yeah, um, you know, you doesn't sound like you really know how to grieve. It doesn't sound like you really process grief or whatever. Um, yeah, I think you probably should set up an appointment and probably talk to somebody. So I, so I set that up. And like I said, I had my first little counseling lesson uh, or session yesterday. Um, and so prior to that, you know, I don't know uh, – if I necessarily was doing self-care, um, you know, like I'll get something to eat <laughs> if I was having a tough day or something. But that actually could be that actually could be uh, you know, self-destruction, right? Depending on what you go and get. And typically it was nothing that's really the greatest for you, right? So I might, you know, be eating that stuff that I'm feeling or whatever. Um or maybe just, you know, sitting at the house, just laying on the couch or something, watching TV, like just kind of in a down type of mood. Um, and so I I realized that maybe talking to someone about it uh, might be the start to maybe developing some type of self-care routine. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's my answer. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't have a great answer, but I haven't, I haven't figured that piece out, um, but I started on that journey yesterday with hopefully, you know, this this counselor I spoke to, hopefully this is uh, something that, that, that I can really learn from and benefit from. 
let me uh let me say this to you sir mm-hmm. you say you don't you didn't have a great answer mm-hmm. your answer was great your answer is great mm-hmm. for two reasons number one your answer belongs to you yeah. that's your truth that's where you are right now yeah. number two it's great because you were open to trying something new. A lot of us in life don't get very far uh, because we like staying in this, this, this little box. Right. Right. We don't, we don't step out to try anything new. And so we miss out on blessings that are attached to the new. Right. Right. So for you just being open-minded enough to say, okay, you know, I, I heard what my friend said. I appreciate my friend. And another thing, God will send people at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. With the right message. Yeah. Yeah. So that conversation that y'all had was meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it did happen. Yeah. So point. for the simple fact that you were open enough to say, okay, I don't really know what to expect. You know, I'm, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that, but you know what? I'm going on. I'm going on and just try it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. One thing, one thing I do know is that, you know, even as women, we have a lot that we're processing on a daily. Yeah. Uh, you know, we wear a lot of hats, a lot of different hats. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are new hats and some of them are old and beat the hell up. <laughs> right. Okay. Some of them look good on us and some of us, <laughs> some of them hats don't look good at all. We need to just get rid of them. Uh-huh. But we process a lot. Yeah. Um, and men process things differently yeah yeah sometimes not processing at all yeah Yeah. so i believe that any form of self-care which is saying i care for myself Mm -hmm. is important yeah yeah whatever that looks like whatever that is and i think honestly there's some adults who still really don't have a clear understanding and vision of what self-care is yeah i agree with you because we get it twisted we feel like well my self-care got to look like what so-and-so do and if it don't look like that then i'm really not practicing self-care right right we can get creative with our self-care we can make it look and cater to our needs Mm -hmm. so i applaud you thank you uh, my brother. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate it. I do. And I mean, I just got to say this. You're right. Because I had not talked to that person and I don't even know how long uh, when she called. And like you said, that was, that was, well, again, it was prompted because of the death of, of, of a friend. But, but still, that conversation and the way it happened. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely ordained by God. So. Yeah, yeah. Because you you could have easily said, "Hey, no, I don't want no parts of that." (laughs) Well, you know, 
if you look at the the question, you asked the question earlier. I, I can't remember, but it was in the icebreaker. I think it's like you, every day you tell yourself, right? And mm-hmm. I said, well, be better, right? So it is in line. It's in line with yes, it you is know, with the person I, I'm trying to be. If if there's a if I see or if I hear that I'm lacking, if there's a way to try to get better, then I, then I will. And and again, unless I knew that there was because I didn't think there was anything wrong with that frame of thought. And who knows? It still might not be right. Um, that's what I'm trying to unpack now. But, you know, I I think that is realistic, right? As closer people pass to you, you know, it's that's going to be sad, right? But how do you handle it, I think, is the thing I'm trying to figure out now. Because, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think I knew how to process. I don't think I know how to process it. I think it's just one of those. It happens. And you keep moving, and um, mm-hmm. I know that because even now, like if I, let's say if I start to kind of feel sad, like I feel like I'm being dramatic. I say, bro, why are you being so dramatic, dog? Like, keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think I'm trying to have to learn how to really like just process things. You know, because um, again, like if and feel your feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have to give our ourselves permission to do that. Feel our feelings and whatever those feelings are it's okay because there are feelings yeah and i know that that's a that's a hard place for men to be with feeling whatever they feel yeah because it may not look like you know what i'm saying like you said you being dramatic right but (laughs) right uh, yeah, so I, I applaud you for saying yes to trying something new for the benefit of yourself, for the benefit of your wife and your children. Yeah. Well, listen, sir. <laughs> Your journey from boyhood to manhood has been divinely aligned Mm. and where you are right now today is where you are supposed to be Mm. the man that you are today is who you are supposed to be and so i just want to say thank you for sharing you Mm. with us it has been um it has been beautiful thank you thank you to go on this journey from little Brian, little <laughs> little little Pepsi, little, little Beanhead, right? <laughs> to now, the father, the husband, mm-hmm. the man. Thank so you. I thank you for your time. I thank you for saying yes to. I'm gonna say sitting down and having this conversation with me. I know we not face to face, but yeah. it, it feels like we're sitting right next to one another or across from one another. Right. Uh right. sipping on <laughs> that London fog. Yeah. And yeah. that coffee. Yeah. You know? So I thank you. That's what's I up. thank you for your time. Well no, I appreciate um, it. Thank you. Yeah. So I just want to say, you know, also um keep going. I'm gonna hit you with the her sticky hope mantra in the words of my sis because it's just so appropriate. Okay keep going 
for it because the person you are becoming deserves it. That man you are becoming because mm. see the work you're doing right now today is setting you up for the man you're going to be five, ten years from now. Mm. It's necessary. It's needed. It's a must. Thank you. No, I, hey, listen, I need, I need that. You know, I needed that. I do. And uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate you even asking me. Like I said, I, I listened to uh, some of the other ones and, you know, very impressed by, you know, your earlier guest. And I'm like, man, she wants me to do this too? Man, that's what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, that's what's good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad you did. And, you know, I'm still in a space right now where I don't open the platform up for uh, guests who volunteer. Uh, uh-huh. You know, it's still very... Um, it's it's by invitation only and that's no disrespect. Right, right. You know. Um, there has been one guest that has been on that I did not know prior uh to our conversation on an episode. Uh-huh. Um but my pie brother, co host of, of Wednesday Grew, grew up with him. Hmm. And I actually had another guest that was supposed to be in the building for boys to men. And he say, you know what, Mika, you still going to do your episode. I got somebody for you. And that was the only guest that I've had on that. I did not personally know prior to Mm -hmm. the episode. So, you know, there are some men that I have been connected to over the years that I have respect for and who I applaud. And so for anyone that is a guest, he falls in, the, in within those lines. That's and that's why he's in the building. Yes. So let the people know where they can find you. Just in case of somebody who say, hey, I need to get in contact <laughs> with that brother. Duh. All right. Well, you know, like I said, I, I, I did kind of lay off the social media a little bit. But I am on Instagram. Um, see, this how look. I should have had this stuff ready. Uh, I'm okay. on Instagram okay. at Ask a Daddy. I think that's how you find me at Instagram, and the same on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's uh, Ask A S K, and then A, and then Daddy D A D D Y. Um, but you know, real talk. At, at this point, um, I'm, I'm just in the in the process of really trying to figure out how to get this thing started back up um so if, if you want to hit me up hit me joy <laughs> and have a picture touch with me <laughs> so, so that's probably the best way at this point <laughs> come on that's an option too yeah. Yeah, and, or do and, you and have just, an email i can do i could definitely do an email um but yeah but the reason why this just started the reason i got off social media was it during this time, like I told you, it's been probably the last couple of years that God has been working with me with getting to this point that I'm at now as as a citizen, as, a, as an American citizen. When I was on social media, there was, you know, there was a lot of racial talk. Somehow I kept finding myself in. Um, and it was putting me in a very, very bad space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very like, 
like cognizant in it. I mean, that's, I don't, that's the word I'm looking for. I was very skeptical of like white people, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in general. And I just found myself like really in this bad space mentally. Um, and I was always angry and I was always upset. And I and I purposely pulled away, like I shut down Facebook. Um, again, I, I kind of went to Instagram, but I'm not really on there. Um, I just I just pulled away from everything for a minute. And, and I think it was necessary because like I said, it's, God has been showing me different things as far as personally, you know, and then as far as, again, as, as an American citizen. And, um, and I feel like I'm in a better place now. So I probably am in a place where I can get back to um, doing some things on social media. Um, but, but yeah, that's, that's, that kind of is why it's been like it has been. Um, but my email address is Brian B as in Brian or as in being here. <laughs> so Brian B Childs <laughs> at gmail.com. And that's where you can reach me at. Come on. <laughs> but you know what? I say continue to take your time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also applaud you for recognizing that you needed to, to fall back. You you understood where your triggers were as it relates to social media. Yeah. And so for you to say, uh-uh, I, I got to fall back. Yeah, I applaud yeah. you for that as well. And for taking um, the steps to be able to be back in a place that feels good for you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so if you know social media ain't really where it's at for you right now, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Right. But, you know... Like I said, before the, this year is out. Yes, ma'am. Hey, come on. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, like I said, I think I'm ready. I think I'm think I'm back at that place where I'm ready. I do. Yeah, well, so. be patient with yourself now, okay? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Well, listen, it has been an adventure. <laughs> yes, it has. We went over time too. Yes. Yes. So again, I appreciate you. I'm gonna let you get on back to your beautiful wife and your children. Um but you keep traveling. All right. Keep traveling. All right. Sounds good. I appreciate you. Yes, yes. And I appreciate you. You be easy, be well, be light, and we will be in contact. All right. All right. Sounds good. You're going to keep me posted now. Oh, I got you. I got you for sure. I got Hey, look, I'm going to invite you up there. (laughs) Come on. Come on. I'll be in the building now. So be ready. Be ready. But anyway, all right. Well, I'm going to go on and I'm going to go and hit that end uh, record button. And I will, I will, uh, I'll talk. Did you dig today's episode? I hope and I pray that you did. And I hope and I pray that you are leaving today's episode with a truth moment that you can deposit into your spirit bank. Mm-hmm. Hey, so listen, if you have not subscribed to the Truth Moment podcast on Apple Podcasts yet, make sure that you do that. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, as soon as you finish listening, yeah, to this episode going on and do that okay subscribe rate and write a review yeah ain't too much to ask is it nah i didn't think so Mm -hmm. 
So listen, if you all have any future topics uh, that you would love to hear as it relates to a truth moment, please make sure that you holler at me. Uh-huh. Reach out an email at truthmomentthepodcast at gmail.com. If you aren't connected to the truth moment over in the world of the gram, that's Instagram, that is, mm-hmm. make sure that you get connected and come on and hang out with the truth community at Truth Moment Podcast. All right, y'all be easy. And again, thank you for pressing play. <laughs>